Hi, guys. It's Nicole Amy Schreiber. And Jessica Michelle Singleton. And we want to promote some amazing people today. We absolutely do. Particularly a man by the name of Ron Funches. You probably already know him. You probably already love him. But in case you live under a rock and have not heard from this hilarious man, he is a comedian here in Los Angeles and he's tours worldwide. So he's not just in Los Angeles, but he has an amazing podcast called the getting better podcast. He also has a new show coming to Quibi called uh, nice one. He's going to be the host of it. So watch that. Yeah. It's a perfect name. Cause he's a perfectly nice. Nice is an understatement for no, he's the physical manifestation of kindness and joy. Yeah. He's a uh, human sunshine. He's human sunshine. He is, he is the, uh, uh, Labrador, like it's just a happy, a happy golden retriever Labrador of a human being. Like that's, like, I love that you equate all people to dogs. <laughs> I have to equate all people to dogs. It's the only way I see the world. He's amazing. He's super funny and just a delight. You want to get some happy, delightful joy into your ears. Go check out getting better with Ron Funches. And it's insightful too. It's not just joy. You're going to learn something. So tune in to Mr. Funches. Hello and welcome to Two Filthy Nerds. Yay! I'm Jessica Michelle Singleton and I'm Nicole Amy Schreiber and we are your filthy nerdy hosts. We're filthy and we're nerdy and there is at least two of us. Yes. Well, with your personalities, who knows? Twenty. It's an innumerable. Mm -hmm. She's a lot of woman. I'm a whole lot of woman. Speaking of a lot of woman, yeah. So we're gonna talk about chapters four through six today. No. Yeah. Seven through nine. Seven through nine. But first, we want to address something. We briefly touched on it in the last episode, but it was mid-episode. And we just felt like we didn't talk about, we didn't address it enough. And more importantly, not more importantly. Well, there we go. Everything I say is going to get canceled. Um, we kind of miss just fucking talking shit about what's going on. Yeah. So we decided we're going to start putting a segment. I mean, this needs to be addressed because we're a Harry Potter podcast. So this happens to be our segment. But we're going to mm -hmm. do... A segment every episode now at the beginning. At the beginning. For like 20 minutes, yes. we're just going to rip into whatever we want to rip into. Run our filthy mouths. Run our goddamn atrocious, filthy, dirty, disgusting, trash dumpster mouths. So if you liked what we were doing before, we decided to go full nerd podcast. This is something for you. Yeah. If all you care about is the nerdy stuff, you can skip ahead. But I would stick around for this. Come on. Yeah, you don't want to hear us fucking get mad? Yeah. It's the joy of our freaking life. Yeah. I just said freaking instead of fucking. We're, <laughs> we're two freaking filthy nerds, and I'll tell you something, you son of a we're gun. a bunch of dirty birdies. That's right. Okay, so obviously, we have to talk about J.K. Rowling. <laughs> J.K. Rowling, she... Come on, First of all, thank you, J.K., for giving <laughs> us the gift of Harry Potter. I mean, truly a gift. Uh, but people are calling for her to be canceled, kind of, because of what she said about trans women. Here's the thing. Here's, can I, I'm going to read her tweet real quick. If you yeah. haven't heard it, this is what she tweeted. This was the original. Her original tweet was, her original tweet was, people who menstruate. I'm sure there used to be a word for those people. Someone help me out. Wombin, wimpund, womud. This was, of course, quote tweeted out an article that referenced people who menstruate in the headline. And boy, did people tear into her. Tear, tore into her. And she wrote back in, in retort, isn't, it isn't hate to speak the truth. Yeah. Okay. Don't, don't condense it. The yeah. whole tweet, here's the thing. Is it, 
people are making this a black and white issue and I don't think it's a black and white issue. I think what she said is inappropriate, but I don't think it's out of hatred for trans people. Yeah. I don't think she's a hateful person. I think, I think she might be very out of touch. Yeah. Older, misguided. And I have a theory that maybe if you overstimulate your creative brain, it rots your logic brain. I couldn't agree with that more. I have neither. They're yeah. both rotten. And I don't know what part of this is logic brain or whatever. It, does, it doesn't matter. The point is, I think that people are trying to crucify her for having a slightly different point of view about sex and gender when I don't feel like, I don't understand why there's so much energy in that fight when there are people who are literally transphobic. Yeah. Because what she's saying, I think she wants there to be room for safe spaces for people uh, who are born a biological sex to share their stories. Yeah. And there is a part of me that 100% lacks the communication skill to, to convey what I'm about to say without sounding like an idiot. But I empathize with you wanting to go like, this is great. We are all women. I would like to speak only with women who can understand personally what I have gone through. I, I agree with that completely. I think there's something about the, the universal experience of growing up as a woman menstruating, um, as, a, as the things that come with being a woman going through puberty. Well, you're told from a very young age as a woman versus coming out later in life. Yeah. And then, you know, a lot of people are coming out earlier and earlier. So hopefully, you know, they, you know, and unfortunately this isn't always the case that you get to be in a situation where you're supported and getting to have those conversations with your family and people are, are looking out for you and telling you things you have to worry about now as a, a, a woman, as a trans woman, as a trans person in the world. But uh, yeah, the perspective of someone who, who grew up, maybe her age specifically, where there was a lot less conversation around, around gender stuff, a lot less people coming out publicly as transgendered, and you just want to be able to share space with people who physically embody you and, and your experience are, are sim similar to the physical embodiment of what you go through. She had this new tweet, which emerged on June 6th. So that other one was from a while back. That other one was from like last year. Sorry. You, no. Oh, sorry. Yeah. We're, we're, we're working on new sounds. That was not from last year. That was from a few weeks ago. And then in this one was from a few weeks ago. Oh, I thought that. for some reason I she thought said it was a few something. Here's the thing. She said something a while ago. Okay. People are going on and on about how she's a turf, which is and trans exclusionary radical feminist. Um, so here's the thing she tweeted on June 6th. If sex isn't real, there's no same sex attraction. If sex isn't real, the lived reality of women globally is erased. I know and love trans people, but erasing the concept of sex removes the ability of many to mean meaningfully discuss their lives. It isn't hate to speak the truth. Here's what I don't understand, and maybe this is, maybe she's responding to the global attack of her. Are people trying to erase sex? Okay, some people maybe are. Here's a thing I had a problem with. I had a problem with both sides of this. During the Women's March, there were women wearing hats sewn to look like pussies. First problem, what are you fucking doing? You wanna be taken seriously. Like, if, if men were marching for rights and came up to you with a dick on their head, you'd be like, sorry, do you, what, are you, what is going on? Yes. Is, it, okay. is this Hilarious. an equality march or a lesbian bachelorette party? What's going on? 
But there were people going, you shouldn't be wearing those hats because some women don't have vaginas. Absolutely true. Some women but, don't have vaginas. Absolutely true that there are, you know, trans women who do not have vaginas. I love them. I support them. They are women too. I am not going to pretend I don't have a vagina because other people don't have yeah. one. Where's the gray area on that? That I'm just supposed to never mention my pussy because it makes someone who doesn't have one uncomfortable? So I see how that thought could then spiral into, are you trying to erase women? So if someone goes too me, deep into to that me, thought. It's like also, if there are women who aren't able to have children and there are women who do have children, are those women not allowed to post pictures of their children then? If that's the same rationale you want. If it, if it excludes women by wearing a pussy hat, who, women who don't have, trans women who don't have fucking pussies, does it exclude women, just in a different analogy, does it exclude women who, is that being insensitive if a woman posts pictures of her kid? And are like, it's like, especially if she's like, look what I made. It's like, yeah. that's, oh, what a joy of a woman to be able to create this life. Is that then insensitive? Yeah. And maybe it is. I don't know. It's, but it's hard to wrap. It's, I, I just understand how someone could go, well, is what's going on you trying to erase the story of, my experience as someone with a vagina. Yeah. And I think a lot of it comes down to semantics. I think it's, majority of this is semantics. And, but the problem is, is someone in a celebrity light, we, and maybe, it's not just celebrities, it's anyone who, you know, the majority internet gets hold of is, nobody allows for error. No. Like, where are the people in J.K. Rowling's comments trying to go, let's have a conversation about why this is hurtful and maybe meet you at where you're feeling hurt. Yeah and try to find a common ground. Yeah, I agree with that. Because, I don't know, if she's like scared that women's stories are being erased, that's, sorry for you to just go, fuck you, you're transphobic, and not even address it like, this is a human who's scared? Yeah. Well, how progressive are you? I just, I, I, I don't, it really bothers me that there's people who are call, calling for like, you know her she wants they want people want to cancel her well it's also people going like i will never share the story of harry potter with my children it's like you're gonna deny your kids one of the greatest stories, stories of all ever? time because a, an older woman is using the wrong verbiage or is misguided but has clearly stated like she she's always been pro uh lgbt as far mm -hmm. as i know she's donated via charity and if I'm wrong on that, tell me to go fuck myself. That was my impression. Um, and maybe she's not directly affiliated with like the HP Alliance and other things like that that are Harry Potter themed organizations for the gay community. But I don't know. It's like, I don't, to those people, I'm just like, all right, if I ever hear you so much as fucking humming a song from Michael Jackson. Go fuck yourself. Truly, that it's like you want to light someone up and look, fucking, I've never understood, like, when people go, separate the art from the artist, and I'm like, no, fuck you, they're a child molester. But now, yeah. I, and I'm sure it's the same people attacking, you know, Michael Jackson, Woody Allen, which, like, 100%, I'm with you. But it's like, you got to go all in. And this doesn't feel like, a thing you need to go all in on. This feels like a conversation that needs to be had mm -hmm. because whether you like it or not, just telling someone you disagree with who has said something hurtful, fuck you, you're wrong, doesn't, that it's is not progress. That no, person doesn't, that just closes the door on anything great happening. You cannot make progress without difficult conversations. And like, 
this bleeds over into, I mean, you know, obviously she's not American, but into like election stuff that you can't just tell someone who doesn't agree with your candidate, they're a fucking idiot and go fuck yourself. You're insensitive, which even if those things are true and you should call people out on stuff like that, but like, that's not going to get the person you're trying to get in office votes. Like if what you actually want is progress, you need, you can't keep closing a door to dialogue. No, you have to be able to have those conversations. And I understand that people being too emotional to have a conversation clearly. I understand reacting with your emotions and I've done it gone. All I can do is go fuck you. And I'm trying to learn. And I think I've got better at going, I'm going to back out of this conversation Mm -hmm. right now because I cannot, I cannot think rationally and have a discussion about it because I'm so upset Mm -hmm. in the moment. But you, we can't progress without those conversations. Like nobody changes. If you just tell people you don't agree with to go fuck themselves, I'm blocking you. Fuck you. I also think on some level, because we did say it was semantics, like if you, you can hash that out real easy. Like you could get to the bottom of things real quickly. If you just are like, Oh, this is what I meant. This is what I meant. I didn't mean it like that. Oh, I didn't mean it like that. Oh, you're just using a different word for, we have the same understanding. You know, she said, she said, um, if there's no sex, then there's no same sex relationship, which is very interesting, which is, yeah, which is true. Then if there's no sex, then there's no such thing as being gay or being a lesbian because there's, we're all genderless creatures. But like, is she responding to what is actually going on or is she responding to a fear that that is what the progression of gender, you know, gender culture is leading to? Like, is that even a real thing? Did she see one article? Like, are the large group of, like, the majority of transgender people trying to erase sex? I don't know that they are. But it's... I think they're trying to redefine gender. Gender. They're trying to redefine gender. And she's seeing it as them uh, completely taking away gender. When really it's just like, no, like, listen, everybody needs to just talk, as you said. It's just... It's like a discussion. There's just a discussion that needs to be had, you know, and let's get rid of the anger. Let's stop being angry at her. Like, I mean, come on. First of all, like, you're entitled to be angry if somebody here. Sorry, go ahead. I'm I'm now getting angry. I'm like, JK, come go count your money. Well, go to your castle in a cloud and stop tweeting. Well, also, I think that there are people that have the ideas like, oh, this woman, she's just this rich White woman sitting in her castle, disconnected from society. All right, fucking connect with her then. Yeah, bring her down to earth. Yeah, like, try to be her wake-up call. If you think you're so superior in the way you see the world, then why don't you try to educate someone who doesn't see it the way you do? Yeah, and a connection is such a crucial and important part of societal growth, societal progress. And you are kidding. Like, if you think screaming at her is connecting, and I don't just mean her, I mean anyone but but when you think about general connection and the people you have connected with just think of all of your friendships all of your relationships all the people you remember in your life that you have had a significant connection with how many of them when upon first meeting your first impression came up to you and were like fuck you you fucking idiot and you thought yes this is a conversation i'm going to just love to continue never wouldn't no one would want that it's a lot easier to do that by the way it's a lot harder to get angry at someone and then go Let's, Let's have talk a hundred percent. Yeah. It's not always easy. 
the and right thing isn't necessarily easy, but once you get through it and once it's done, like this is worth it. This is worth it to have this conversation. People feel passionate, passionately about what she's saying because it's coming from someone who gave the world this incredible gift. And we don't want to believe that she's this terrible person. I don't think she's a terrible person. No, but I also don't think anybody should. And if you do, stop. She's not a horrible, hateful person. She sees the world differently than you do. It is on you and her to sit down at a table and get to the bottom of things and come to some sort of understanding. Don't just shut that door. And I don't know. I would, I would love to be the person to sit down and talk with her. Oh, a hundred percent. And if you're going, if you're listening to this going, Oh yeah, just sit down and have a conversation with JK Rowling. Fuck you. Like, like that's just an option. Here's the thing. Look at the ratio on her tweets about all this stuff. Look at the comments. She's not the only one that feels this way. So there's a chance that someone, you know, understands where she's coming from, feels that way. And they are like, yeah, I don't understand why this is such a big deal. Address it at the level you're seeing. Yeah. Like we all have to be prepared to go in those conversations. And you like, yeah, we can all sit online and pretend we're fucking social justice heroes and that bad experts on everything. Don't cross our minds. But the reality is there are almost certainly no evil and no perfect people. We're all somewhere in the middle and even at our best, we have thoughts that probably pop into our head and we go, oh, that's probably not, Ooh, not the right yeah, yeah, yeah. thought that I should be having, but it came up. But it, it came up. And listen, sometimes you can just let that thought pass. You don't need to tweet it. You don't need to say it. You can just have that thought where you're like, oh God, that isn't like the best thought. I really do feel that way, but you don't need to say it. Yeah. Which maybe that was a bad call on her part. Yeah. I, I have to wonder, she knows it's going to cause a stir. What is she trying to do? The thing is... Is she is, gaslighting? Is this a gaslighting thing? I don't know. My thought is, like, maybe because she already went up in flames about it, but if it's really plaguing her and her only conversation is through a computer and the people screaming at her, maybe she really is like, no, this is very important to me, and if it's that important to her and she's that worried about it, yeah. maybe she's like, I do need... I need to say something. If if she truly feels what she, what she thinks is not coming from a hateful place and is a real concern, then, I mean, anyone should stand up and say, if if you really feel that way, you're like, I'm getting a lot of heat about something. You should voice it. You should go, wait, I still don't feel okay about this. But also fucking read the room oh like now the world is imploding and she's like you know what it's like can we let's come back to this issue like can we just as a as a world as a people who want to do better fucking focus on one issue in front of us and and make some fucking progress before we come in and go but what about this even like feminism when people want to go, oh, but well, what about, this is kind of like actually anti-feminism and other people who are trying to just make some progress aren't doing it good enough. It's like, can we, why don't we fucking get one big picture thing accomplished? Yeah, let's push one thing through. Let's tackle one really big fucking agenda. Instead and of especially, like, not that being trans isn't important, but like, I'm sorry, Black Lives Matter, this is an issue that has plagued our country since the beginning of time. And we're in the thick of finally looking like maybe 
we're on the cusp of some sort yeah. of progress. So can we just like shut the fuck up about trans rights, get through this Black Lives Matter movement, let's get some fucking equality for people who are long overdue for it, and then we can get to trans lives. Or, I don't know if that's, it's, just, that's, it's so fucking hard, and I think this is where people get stunted in trying to help. I know, speaking from my own experience, the, it's easy to shut down, is going, there's too many things and I can't focus. Mm -hmm. There are, I don't know. May, maybe that, maybe put all our eggs in one basket. It's like, yes, of course, still stick up for everything if these things, if you see people oppressing other yeah. groups. I mean, yeah, of obviously, course. if you see something, say something. But, like, but it's like, can we just make one one thing, make progress in one thing before we get to the nitty gritty of even that thing. Yeah. Look at how much progress we've made in the past, you know, two weeks with like a global focused energy on Black Lives Matter. Look at the progress that was made, you know, um, in, you know, the different cases of, you know, police being indicted. And, and there's still so much to do, but what a change just from those two weeks of people focusing their attention on Black Lives Matter. And it's like, imagine if we took that focus, pushed it a little bit longer, got some even more lasting change, pushed us into the election, and we're able to take that amount of focus and put it on something else. Yeah. Like, and we're not saying don't focus on it. We're not saying, you know, sorry, we're going to put you on the back burner. Don't say anything until this is over. Yeah. No one's silencing it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but it, you know, it's just like, why, I mean, J.K. Rowling, maybe she doesn't care about Black Lives Matter, and this is her way of being. Yeah, it's like, let's fans. focus on the truth, is that maybe she's a racist. Yeah. We know she's a faddist. I mean. No one in her, in Harry Potter, she's a, she's just against people. <laughs> Honestly, it's not that she hates, she hates all people. No lives matter. Look at the way she writes every, every character. Every character is ugly, fat, weird looking, big hair, big teeth, beady eyes. Like, poor Neville. <laughs> that guy's never going to have one good adjective. Never, not one. He's going to be the butt of every fucking joke. Forever. Oh, my God. And just the way she writes. I mean, we just, in the chapter we're about to discuss, is that the one we did, the flight? Is that in this? Yeah, the flight. The flight yeah. of the fat the lady. Of the fat, flight just of the fat the lady. The fat lady in the portrait. The, that's what she's been reduced to. Yeah, why are we so... Not, not the lady with gray hair. Yeah, why is nobody, by the way, trying to... Or the cute pink outfit. Yeah. Why is nobody canceling her for that? That's been going on for years. Those years. are just sitting in the books. Oh, oh now you want to come after her. It's like, oh, God. And also, for everyone with the same hot take of like, oh, so I guess when you hit menopause, J.K. Rowling, you're not a woman anymore. Ha ha, real funny, but the reality is a lot of men don't see us, like yes. literally see us like yeah. that. So our stock value's over. By the way, our stock value's over the second we cannot produce errors. That's what we're told. Yeah. So it's like, ha ha, let's stick it to J.K. when the reality is that's how we're fucking treated in society. Yeah. And we live in L.A., Second you get over 30, your stocks are fucking plummeting. You Ew. get 40 out to pasture with your fat ass. Get out of here, Dusty. Uh, just fucking coughing up mothballs instead of eggs. Anyway, I'm hot. We're going to take a break. We'll be back. Can we turn the AC on? Yeah. Okay. We're just going to talk about Harry Potter after this. All right. Bye, guys. We'll be back. Hey, guys. It's JMS. I want to take a quick second to tell you about my friends at Fadeaway Candle Company. I'm a big fan of candles. I think we all know this. Easy way to make yourself feel relaxed. 
feel like you're luxuriating even if you're in a tiny studio apartment. You light a couple candles, get your feel good on. Fadeaway Candle Company can help you with that. All of their candles are hand poured in their studio in San Diego and then hand labeled and hand packaged to be delivered to you. And all the candles use all natural premium coconut wax, which is toxin free. They're GMO and phthalate free, which means they burn cleanly and evenly all the way down. And they've got a lot of amazing scents. And this is the important part for me, the smell of the candle. A lot of us are using candles to enhance the smell of our homes or our offices. And the, these guys offer scents that you don't find a lot of places. They've got Fruity Loops. They've got Caribbean Teakwood. Uh, they've got bourbon butterscotch. Maybe you're a dude in a bachelor pad. You want to spice it up, but keep it manly. What better way than a bourbon butterscotch scented candle? Perfect. Everything you need. Now you can invite a girl over and she doesn't know that what it really smells like in your apartment is socks full of cum. They also carry soaps, sanitizers, wax melts, which absorb heat slowly and release aromas without burning the oils, which allows the wax to continue to release the scent without the fragrance evaporating super quickly. So you've got that long lasting smell. And right now, uh, if you hurry, you can get 15% off for Father's Day. And all U.S. orders over $25 are uh, have free shipping. Excuse me. So head over to FadeawayCandleCo.com. That's C-O at the end. FadeawayCandleCo.com. Check out some candles. Get yourself a gift. Get your dad a gift. Get my dad a gift if you know who he is. I don't. <sighs> Enjoy, guys. FadeawayCandleCo.com. And we are back. We're back. Nicole is humming. We are oh, drinking smoothies. Yeah. Which maybe are too thick that we shouldn't be drinking them while we record a podcast. But no bubble. The same chocolate milk, bitch. All right. I, be, I think it was the protein. Oh. I'm just not into Wow, you really knocked that out. Yeah, it's. It's not a savory beverage. It's a shitty green smoothie. Yeah, that's I mean, the that's key. The you it already. Yeah, that's because it's gross, and I want to get it over with. You took eight hours to eat your morning overnight oats. Morning I morning like oats. the overnight oats. Oh, so you're savoring. Also, I don't have a straw for the overnight oats. It's very easy to inhale stuff through a straw. Please note that these are plastic straws because we are actively trying to kill turtles. Fuck Listen, I had leftover plastic straws. A few years ago, I bought probably close to 700 straws because they were on sale. And I'm still burning through my supply. I've got about 10 left. So after that, I'm getting, I'm getting the fancy ones, the fancy metal ones with the little cleaning thing. I place my straws in recycling, hoping that they will be turned into new straws. You really are a humanitarian. I'm an earthitarian. She worships at the altar of Mother Earth. Ah! Uh, you use the lid as a coaster? Yeah. I'm innovative. Classy. All right, guys, let's get to it. Chapter seven. We're getting into it. Okay. The Bogart in the wardrobe. I am interested to see the movie because I... What if they call it Bogart? I mean, it's clearly Bogart, right? Why would they give it a different name but spell it like that? It's got to be Bogart. I don't know. I don't remember. It's Bogart Toss. It's just those two G's. I feel like Bogart should have one G. Is this bug, a British thing? Bug, bug, booger, because booger is B-U-G-G-E-R. So, bog. Booger bug. is B-O-O-G-R. That's B bugger, oh. which is a British insult. Or is it a 
is is bugger. You guys, why am bugger? I so it's dumb? It's like fuck for British I'm people. I'm the dumbest. You're not the dumbest. Well, you are the dumbest one right now. Uh-huh. Right, this is very well, I'm the Out of the two of us, I'm looking pretty smart. Yeah, you're a road scholar compared to me at the moment. Yeah, I've been okay. on so many roads. I have so much shit in my teeth from that smoothie, it's driving me crazy. We'll quit looking at your own face then. All right, well, most people are listening with their ears, not their eyes. Anyhow, okay, so. Um, um, excuse me, I'm so sorry. So oh, can you guys um, smell the weird protein? She's the not single one. Mm-hmm. All right. So this chapter starts off, well, we finished chapter six with Malfoy's little bitch ass getting hurt. Oh, yeah, him fucking with the hippogriff. Hippogriff's like, no, motherfucker. Not today, you little Aryan baby. He has to go to the goddamn Madame Pomfrey. Is Hagrid going to get fired? Who knows? We don't but know. really not a good day for Hagrid in his first lesson. So we start off the Bogart in the wardrobe. Malfoy is milking this fucking injury. He's been right? such a bitch. Such a bitch. He's in, he, they're in potions class with Snape, so it's the Slytherins and the Gryffindors in potion class. And Melvin's like, I can't cut up the ingredients for my potion, Snape. Oh, I need help. And Snape is like, oh, one second, let me uh, get you someone to cut up your shit. And he fucking Gets takes Weasley. Ron Weasley. And Ron, being the little dick he is, God bless his heart, chops up all the ingredients just really bad. Really shitty. That's a terrible job. Yeah. And then Malfoy bitches about it, tells on him to Snape. Just such a little bitch. Malfoy like, is such, such a, a bitch. Like, just shut up. Ugh. Anywho, Snape makes them switch ingredients. So now Ron has all the shitty ingredients, and the ones that he had done for himself perfectly are now uh, Malfoy's. Yeah, he gets the perfect ones. Meanwhile, by the way, Neville's fucked up royally. I mean, surprise, surprise. Neville's potion looks like pea soup. Or actually, no, it, no, it was it looks orange. Like, it it's looks a, like orange, le- red lentil soup. And it's supposed to be green. It's supposed to be green. Snape. And Snape lays into Neville. As he always. just always terrorizing Neville. Poor Neville, man. Uh, that dude is always gonna shit the bed, and Snape is always gonna be there to let him know how bad he shit it. God, I wonder how often he literally shits the bed. All those guys yeah. have to share a dorm with him. Neville for sure is shit a bed. He's at least pissed. Oh, he still wets his bed, absolutely. Which means he's probably going to grow up to be a genius. If I know you know what, I feel like Neville's is. the kind of guy, after he pees, he probably wipes the tip of his dick with a piece with of a tissue. Piece of dish. I, or he's the guy who walks around with, like, pee marks on his box. Oh, that's for sure. That's for sure, Neville. Yeah. Uh, and then so, oh, so it's so fucked up. After, like, Snape's laying into it, but he's like, all right, well, at the end of class, we're going to put a sample of this oh. on your toe. Because it's, it's supposed to be a shrinking potion. So he's like, if it, if you did it right, you're he'll shrink. shrink. If not, he'll die. you have a fucking dead toe. He's gonna die. I mean, honestly, animal rights activists, why weren't you all over J.K. <laughs> Rowling for this idea? I yes. mean, it's not about this. Isn't J.K. This is this is what is it? real character. Severus Snape's idea. She's just channeling. I mean, she's she channeled Severus. Severus Snape came through. JK. Speaking in the tongues of wizards. Um, so he's like trying to get Hermione offers to help him. She gets in trouble, but he's like, Hermione's like, I'll God, fucking help you. I'm fucking help you. Like, and, and, he's, and Snape specifically says, if you fucking help him, you're in deep shit. Don't fucking help him. But Hermione, the G that she is, is like, I know how to do everything. All right, so then at some point, Sirius Black comes up. Of course. It's hot topic, so people start buzzing about it. They're buzzing about Sirius Black like the internet was buzzing about JK Rowling. Yep. Just and like, Malfoy. Malfoy 
starts giving Harry Potter shit because Malfoy, once Malfoy's done giving Ron shit or Neville shit, if, if he hasn't gotten enough, then he'll move on to Harry. So he moves on to Harry. And he's like, um, you know, if I were you, I would want revenge against Sirius Black. And Harry's like, well, why would I revenge? Like, revenge? For what? Yeah, like, like, he has no idea what's going on. But he's also just like, also, shut the fuck up. Truly. Like, <laughs> no one cares what you have to say, Malfoy. You're a bitch. He's such a bitch. And he's always instigating. It's the worst thing in the world. Um, and so, okay. Class ends. That's pretty much it, right? It's yeah. Just, he's just putting a bug in his ear. And Oh, at the end of class, the, Hermione ended up helping Neville successfully. It gets tested on his toad. His toad survives. Um, and then... Snape, Snape takes like, points. Takes points away because he's like, there's no way you did that on your own, Neville. Hermione for sure helped you. I told you. loses points. Yeah, because he told her not to help him. Yeah. It's like... What are you trying... By the way, what are you trying to teach your students? Yeah. Not to fucking help people? I, I, I don't understand how this sort of teacher is just still around. Like, do they not care about teacher quality? Or is just no one able to teach potions? Is he so good at potions that they're like, well, you know, yeah, he jerked off in front of a bunch of young potions masters, but he's the best at potions. Uh, I don't think we should. He could rape a student. They would be like, you know what? He was nice to her. Yeah, but he does, and, and it is terrible what happened, but have you seen his inflating solution? I uh, mean. Wow, he really knows how to blow a bitch up. Ah, uh, truly. Jesus. Um, class is over. They're, uh, Ron's pissed because they got in trouble and because of fucking Malfoy being oh, a dick. And then for some reason, Hermione, like, disappears after class. Yeah, he's, like, complaining to her, and then she's gone, and all of a sudden, like, way behind him. It's very weird. Here, here's my thing about that. I think that's trying to distract us somehow, like making Hermione seem like she could be a suspect in all of this. Ah, yes. Give us your theory. This is my theory. That like JK's running interference with this Hermione shit, trying to let us, you know, think that maybe she's in on something or somehow. She's up to something. Up to something. And it's like, I don't think she's up to anything. I think this is just a distraction for the reader. I mean, so you think this is just to throw all of us off the scent? Yeah, I think it's to throw really. all of us off the scent. Yeah. I think, really, I bet Hermione got her period. <gasps> oh, my God. I'm a real girl! Hermione got her fucking period. Now she's a woman. JK. Uh, yeah. There are you happy redemption for you. Um, In the eyes of JK, anyway. Uh, oh, okay, so Hermione's acting like it's not a big thing. Like, she's very, like, I don't know, like, do to do to do, no big deal. No big deal. Uh, they all head off to. Finally, we get to see uh, Professor Lupin in action. Oh my god! So it's our first. I'm fucking pumped for this because I'm not sure where I'm at with Lupin. I feel like Lupin is going to end up being an okay guy because you have had your suspicions about him. You th- you here's my we're on the fence of maybe that's actually serious black. But I think that cat is serious black. You think the cat? I think the cat is serious black. Crookshanks. I think Crookshanks is a bad guy. So that's what you're taking a stance on, is that Crookshanks is a bad guy. I think there's maybe the serious way, Black. The only way somebody could be serious Black in this, unless he's taking over the body of J.R. Lupin. R.J. R.J. Lupin, whatever, Lupin. Unless he's taking over the body of Lupin, I really think to go undetected in that castle, you would have to be an animal. You'd have to be, yeah. And, if, and Transfiguration seems like a pretty, like, high-level uh, 
witch thing. Or, and he's a high-level wizard. he's a high-level wizard. So it's like, it makes sense to me that, like, he would do that shit. Like, that's how he would infiltrate. That's really interesting. So I definitely think he's the cat, or he's coming in as an animal in some way. And you think that Dementors maybe wouldn't detect that, even though they catch everything? I don't know. I don't know how they would or wouldn't detect it. That's... But I feel like if Sirius Black is so great, like, why wouldn't he be able to throw them off the scent? That's true, if he's really that powerful. I mean, he already escaped. He must have figured out some way to throw them off. Yeah. Because he escaped from the most, you know, high security. Oh, also, wait. Do you remember when they were sitting in the, um, when they were sitting in the Hogwarts Express coming to school? Yeah. And the little thing went off, the sneakoscope? Oh, the sneakoscope. It went off before the Dementors were in there. Mm. So the sneakoscope went off when Ron, Hermione, Harry, and... Lupin were all in the same car. And there was, was there, and there were there? animals in there too. Oh, the, the animals. cat was in there. <gasps> the cat was in there. Harry had his owl. Ron had his scabbers. Scabbers. And Hermione had Crookshanks. Crookshanks. That's interesting. Look so you did Fucking maybe it's scabbers. Maybe it's, ha- maybe it's, uh, it's Hedwig. Hedwig. I want to say Hagrid. Hagrid. It's just so close to Hagrid. Hedwig is. An emblem of freedom. Can you have a little bit of respect? Okay, I'm sorry. I mean, at this point, I you might as well shit on the flag. I I don't know. <laughs> so it's I. It just has to be something tiny. You think? And so? I don't know why. I just love this Lupin guy, and especially what happens in this chapter made me love him even more. Like thinking about this whole thing that happened. So they get to the dark arts class. He's like, put your books away. We're getting practice. Yeah, it's real time. So this is huge because the last time they had a dark arts professor was, well, they, was what's his face? Fucking Gilderoy Lockhart. Who brought out those little, this is, yeah, the last things. That's and it a, was, it's so funny because that was his first class. Uh-huh. And that's the last time they've had any practical class. Yeah. So that was like. Pixies. So pixies. So it was like, you know, they're all sitting there. Before that, it's just in theory, dark arts in theory. And then all of a sudden, Lupin's like, let's go see some dark arts in action. Dude, Neville must have been shitting his pants. Shitting Remember his pants. Neville got, like, hung from a chandelier oh, by the pixies? I'm oh like, Neville's getting his ass handed to him. In the movie, he's like, why is it always me? I can't wait to watch this scene in the movie. Yes. So, they go to the staff room. He's like, we're going to the staff room. There's something going on in the staff room. They walk into the staff room. Severus Snape is sitting in the staff room, and he's like, oh, fucking... You know, heads up, Lupin. You know, Neville's probably going to fuck something up. So just be ready. And he's like, I'm not going to stay and watch this atrocity. Yeah. He's and then being fucking safe. This is why I love Lupin. Because Lupin goes, well, just so happens I'm going to have Neville as my assistant for this thing that we're going to be doing. I think he'll do a great job. And I was like, okay, is he playing games? Like, I don't know. It just felt like such a... It's also like, why does he feel like he needs okay. to stick it to Snape? I don't think he's necessarily J.R. I, I don't think Lupin is necessarily serious. But I think he might know serious because he see. I don't know. He, I feel like he's, he's either in cahoots with Sirius Black. or There's just, no reason he just magically appeared in this story. I just, just don't think he's necessarily bad. Like, maybe he's going to be the person who ends up stopping Sirius Black when he comes to, like, fuck shit up. Interesting. Because he used to know Sirius Black. Or maybe he, like, knows... I don't know. It, it, he has this level of kindness for the students where it's like, why would he be that nice? Maybe he's very clever at disguising himself. 
as a nice teacher. I don't know, dude. I don't know. He, I just, this scene really like touched my heart because I just love the fucking underdog and he was so nice to him. I mean, what about this theory that he, this is a Gryffindor class. Mm -hmm. Snape notoriously prefers his students. Mm -hmm. So he knows he's shitty to them. Oh, so he's, he's getting in better with the Gryffindors true. by going, by like, look, I don't like Snape either. Yeah. So you can trust true. me because I don't true. like Snape. And I know it could be, a, like it could be a manipulation tactic. Who knows? So this is what we find out. There's a Bogart in the wardrobe. Big surprise. It's the name of the fucking chapter. Aha! This is where it is. So a Bogart, if you haven't read this or if you need a rehashing, a Bogart is this dark creature that the second you look at it, it will, it will take the form of your worst fears. Yes. And you have to say this counter spell, which is, what is it? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And then that, so great, and that evil character will somehow turn into something silly and funny and it'll make you laugh because laughter is what kills a Bogart. Just like Twitter. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's basically, you try really hard to imagine what could make the thing you're so afraid of funny and then hopefully that induces laughter and laughter makes it like run for the hills. Now this is what made me really sad. He was like, Neville, what are you most afraid of? And Neville's like, Professor Snape. Oh, what a little fucking bitch. I know. Your biggest fear is a fucking professor? Maybe it's worth being afraid. What a privileged life this I little fuck has lived. What a way to that look at it. His biggest fear is a professor? Is like, oh, the Have you never been guy? molested? Like, grow up. Go let your uncle touch your dick. Get fingered by a gym coach. Somebody. What are you doing inappropriately? Yeah, what were you doing in elementary school? Do wizards mm. just go to regular elementary school? Oh. Technically, they do, I think. Yeah. Because they don't start this till they're 12, so they get all their regular learning. Uh, I just think it is so sad. So sad that he's so afraid of Snape. He's so afraid. Of, that's his biggest fear. His biggest fear. So then Neville brings, or not Neville, excuse me, the. Lupin uh, is like, well, what about your grandma? You and live with her, and he's like, I wouldn't want to see her either. So he's, he's also probably afraid of his grandma. Because his grandma, I don't know if every grandma was like this, or just my grandma, who famously was not, like, the, the best person. But, like, I want to say just, God, God rest her soul. God, Satan rest her soul. Satan rest her soul. Just would not put up with my shit. Mm. Like, the, the idea of the sweet grandma was always... I guess I had a sweet grandma and another grandma that wouldn't put up with my shit. She would be like, pause it for a second? quit acting like a fool. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, yeah, we had a little brief. Uh, had to get some materials. But, um, okay, so... So he... He yeah. established that Neville has his grandma and serious... Uh, um, Freudian slip? Lupin. Is that a Freudian slip? Because you think that he's maybe serious. Oh. Lupin is like, I want you to picture your grandmother's clothes. Yeah. Which I think is a smart move, because it's like, you know this kid lives with his grandma? We've all seen how grandmas dress. Mm -hmm. Frankly, I love it. And people have insulted multiple of my outfits by saying, I look like a grandma. Mm -hmm. Which I think is rude. You do look like a grandma. Well, I'm also small and arthritic. So yeah, you have the joints it? of a grandma, for sure. But so, 
He tells Neville, I want you to focus really hard on her outfits. What does she wear? But by the way, apparently she wears a hat with a fucking vulture on top. I mean, so eccentric. Witches are so eccentric. I love it. I, I she dresses like if Shetsy Johnson were designing for witches, that's a hat she would design. Like, truly, in just like a big handbag. So focus on your grandma's clothing. And when this thing comes out, say the spell. Imagine, and then imagine Snape in your grandma's clothes. Yeah. And he's like, all right, all right, cool, let's go for it. So he releases- And then he tells everybody in the class to do that. He tells everyone in the class- Think of what you're most afraid of. Biggest, biggest fear is, and then something funny that'll like overcome that so you laugh. How it could be silly, yeah. So here comes the Bogart. He unleashes it. And Neville fucking, by the way, nails it. Nails the it. Spell. Nails it. Ridiculous. He, he just needed someone to believe in him. Yes. Just needed, you just need to champion Neville. No one's cheering for fucking Neville. And Neville's such a sweet boy. And He's so, such a sweet little bitch. Everyone gets to see Professor Snape wearing grandma's clothes. Oh, and they die. Everybody dies. I mean, redemption. Are you uh, kidding me? It they was so loudly. ridiculous. The Bogart gets confused because there's so many people. So Lupin tells him to line up. Like, we're all stepping up, taking turns. So people are coming up. It's turning into a hand. It's turning into a spider. A spi oh, yeah, Ron does Ron a spider and has spiders. the legs removed. Um, and Harry's sitting there panicking because... Harry's thinking either Voldemort or, or Sirius Black or a Dementor. No, not Sirius. He didn't mean Voldemort. No. So, oh, uh, didn't? I think I maybe he did. Anyhow, so he's thinking of all these people who are, like, out to get him. But then he's like, okay, Dementors, they're like the most scary, that's the most relevant to me. Very top of mind. So he's like, how do I make that not scary? And then he's trying to figure out, it's his turn in line, he comes up, and Lupin jumps in front of him. He doesn't even get a chance to... Yeah. He cuts him off. Yeah. He's like, all right, class, and just sort of transitions it to someone else. Okay, so here's one of my theories. My theory is, perhaps, if he is... If Lupin is Sirius Black, would that be like a glitch in the Matrix if he turns into Sirius a Black? A Bogart turns into Sirius Black. Oh, that's interesting. Or is he worried that if he turns into Sirius Black, the Dementors who are in the building are going to come, sense it, come in there, and then they'll realize that's the real Sirius Black there. And then it's a whole thing. And that's a whole thing. But like, I don't know. That's Anyways, interesting. these are theories that I have. Absolutely. Because there's, what is his reasoning for jumping in there? He, he ultimately says, you know. We'll get, I mean, we yeah. get there in the next coming chapters. But like, at this point, it just seems like he's, I mean, to Harry, it's like, what does he think? I can't fucking take on a Dementor? And then by the way, his, uh, his Bogart trans, changes into yeah. um, a silver orb. Kind of weird. Well, yeah, what's up? First of all, I remember the silk, he threw a silver thing at one of the Dementors, like a silver slippery thing. Oh, that's right. So what is this silver thing going on? Hmm. I, I don't, don't know. know. I do know, and I'm not gonna fucking do Is it. silver like a deadly element? Is like on the periodic table of elements, are they like, oh no, Oh yeah, silver. does silver like kill wizards? I don't know. Silver, bolt, silver. Um. Uh, bah, 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 sends out that silver orb, class is psyched, and Harry was, like, kind of bummed out about it. Um, and so Harry's like, well, why did he stop me? Yeah, That's everyone else is celebrating because they got to do practical stuff. Yeah. Harry's just, like, fucking bummed. Well, I wonder what her mind was. Do we know what her mind use was? No. 
Wait, it's just an F on a report card. Yeah, that's what uh, Ron said. I'm surprised that Hermione wasn't, you know, getting nine out of ten on a report card. Yeah, hilarious. Um, all right, and then that will take us into chapter eight. We're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. It's on. Yes. Um, all right, chapter eight, Flight of the Fat Lady. Okay, really quick. To, to circle is back. Is she even a lady? To she circle can, back to is the she shape even, of her body. If, yeah, and, it, and she's fat. Is she even a lady? How do you know she's a lady? Did she get her period JK? in the portrait? Yeah. Was she bleeding? Is that, did she leave the portrait to get a tampon? Oh, because that's a thing that only women do. Or is she, what, what is it? Like, is she hungry because she's fat? Was she going to get something to eat, JK? Oh, and are women allowed to be hungry, JK? I do genuinely wonder if the people in portraits eat this. I mean, I would be furious if I were stuck in a portrait. And I oh, can you imagine being the Last Supper and they're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't touch that. It's just for the paintings. What? <laughs> what do you mean uh, we can't have... I would love yeah, to Yeah, that's it. my body. I'm giving it up for you. <laughs> but don't, don't touch it. Don't eat me just yet. It's art. <laughs> it's art. I'm Jesus. Um, oh, God, that is really funny. Like, the Last Supper in... A Harry in Potter a painting book. in a Harry and people are fighting over the bread. Maybe we should do that as like a sketch. That would be really funny. That would be great. Um, super insider. Anywho, so everyone loves Defense Against the Dark Arts. Everybody's fucking raving about it. And 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 um uh Snape is like fucking pissed because he heard what happened with Neville turning the bo the Bogart turning into him and everybody laughing at him, and he's like fucking annoyed. So okay. fucking annoyed. Like potions classes are getting worse. Because and Lupin is doing all his dark arts classes are turning into, like, practical executions. Yeah, they're learning so much, just, like, leaps and bounds over anything they've learned. Because it feels like at this point, they really haven't learned much in the dark arts because they've had shitholes as teachers. And then Trelawney continues to be fucking weird and deranged. Oh, yeah. making Every, every time Harry's in the class, it's like, oh, God. Oh, I'm so Yeah, sorry. she's cavelling the whole time. Just so... Um, and then Hagrid, still a teacher, still a professor, but, but just... Stella needs to get her groove back. Yeah, his lessons are so fucking boring. They're, what are those, flog bottoms? I don't know. And he called. doesn't do any, like, fun animals. He just does little bitch animals. Yeah, they're like feeding flobber worms. They're which... like the Neville of magical creatures. This is like, okay, if you've ever seen a compost where you, like, feed, you just put cardboard in and the little worms eat it, I feel like that's what these things are. Yeah. It's a flobber worm even, too. I don't know. The good news is, it's fall. Motherfucking Quidditch is coming. Okay, so I remember at the start of chapter seven um, when we found out that Malfoy's like being a bitch about his arm. I was just like, oh, watch he's not a bitch as soon as fucking Quidditch comes around. His arm is miraculously healed. And it was! But it wasn't. Oh, no, it wasn't. Just mm -hmm. kidding. No, it was not. They canceled. They but canceled. But he was, was fucking get, he was fine. fine. He was fine. So he kept being a little bitch. I really fucked that he's up. He's such a bitch he that he... Anything. He fucked it up that he's such a bitch. Is this even in this chapter? Or are we going to be in Yeah, head? that's in it, I think. Or is that in the next chapter? I don't know. Um, Whatever, guys. We'll get to it. We're not sure. It doesn't matter, but uh, it's in the next chapter. But, like, Anyhow. the point is he's very excited for, for Quidditch. It gives him something to focus on. Oliver Wood's in his seventh year. That's the Quidditch captain. We know this. And he's, Oliver Wood is hot on getting that fucking getting Quidditch that cup. cup. Like, this is it. This is his last time. Also, everybody's going to the first field trip to Hogmeade's. Harry can't go. Fucking bummer. Super, super bummer. Feeling really bad. He, he even tried, uh, uh, they, 
what is it? Ron tells him you should try asking McGonagall. He's like, no, 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 maybe she'll. Okay, here's why I think Crookshanks might be. Bad news. Bad news. Why are we seeing so much of this interaction between Crookshanks and Scabbers? She never really focused on animals that much in the last books. Well, she, to be, in fairness, nobody had, Hermione didn't have an animal. So maybe it's just to show animals. Maybe. Or maybe, Maybe. like you said about Hermione, I don't think there's any, I don't think there's any accidents. There's any accidents. So we see Crookshanks, maybe that it's just to show what's going to drive a wedge between Ron Ron and and Hermione. Hermione. Maybe. Anywho, um, speaking of pets, Lavender Brown hears that her pet rabbit died, and it's the same day that Trelawney had said, you're going to receive bad, or the, uh, your worst fear is going to happen but on... But did she die the night before? She got the news on the day that Trelawney had said, uh-huh. which Hermione points out. Hermione comes in, practical as fuck. We know that Hermione, not crazy about Trelawney. Uh, I think a little bit is because Trelawney basically insulted her ability to see the future in the first class, mm-hmm. but she kind of thinks it's bullshit. And nobody's on board. Everyone's head over heels for Trelawney. Yeah, and so her being being like, uh, just, I don't know, super skeptical. Going, well, I mean, technically, didn't he die, you know, a few days ago? Was this your greatest fear? Was he old? And she's like, no. And he's like, what, were you sitting around waiting for your young, so afraid your young rabbit would die? But it's like, you can't ask those questions to someone who's mourning. No matter what, you look like a dick. Yeah. I mean, Hermione's a dick. I mean, that's true. She's just, like, a little bit of a dick. She's, like, I've got to be right, and I'm very practical. Um, Harry goes to McGonagall, wants to get his permission slip signed. McGonagall's like, no. Denied! Which is annoying as fuck to me. But, Um, you know, she's got her reason. So, Halloween morning. Everybody goes on to me, except for Harry. He's just stuck there with the first and second years. Barf. Goes goes to Lupin's classroom. Yeah, and he gets to hang out with Lupin for a little while. And chat for a little bit. Which is cool. And then Harry asks him about, like, why did you fucking Bogart me from the Bogart? That's so funny. Why are you Bogarting all the Bogart time? And Lupin says it's because he assumed Harry's Bogart would turn into Voldemort. And would scare fucking everyone. Which, honestly, it would. That's good logic. I understand why a teacher would go, you know what? People are afraid of this guy's name. Yeah. Maybe let's not bring him in the fucking The physical manifestation of him. And also, to echo back to what you were saying about the glitch in the Matrix thing, would the Dementors swoop down if they thought Voldemort was there? Yeah. And then that's equal chaos. Oh, I wonder if the Dementors would be out for someone like... Do you have to have been a prisoner for the Dementors to want to capture you? I feel like... This is going to sound so dumb, but I feel like in a way I picture them somehow like bloodhounds, like that they've been given a scent of everyone that they should yeah. know as an enemy. So I fe- I'm making, this is completely made up. I mean, I, it's a good theory. It's a good theory. I stand by it. Um, anyway, so then Snape comes in. Yeah. With a potion for Lupin. And he's like, here you go, buddy. Real Just- weird. And Lupin just takes it. And he's like, you might, yeah, you, um, you want to probably drink that right away. Yeah. And what are you feeling, by the way, about, he gives him the potion, they sort of have this not very, like, vague conversation. Yeah. So I don't, I officially don't think, I think at the end of all of this, Snape is going to end up being the worst guy. But I don't think Snape's going to be a really bad guy till like, the very end of the series. Hmm. I think Snape will ultimately be the shithead. But I think right now, Snape is, he's on the side of good. And so, well, Lupin's rationale is like, oh, I've been feeling under the weather. So I think 
you know, Snape doesn't like Lupin and this could possibly be a revenge thing or just like, just, uh, you know, taking a jab at him. But I don't know. I don't know. Does Lupin trust him? Why would Lupin trust him? But on the same token, why would he not trust him? Yeah. Unless he's up to something and he's afraid Snape is on to him. Or, yeah, that's possible. That's totally possible. Um, so everybody comes back from uh, Hogsmeade. Hogsmeade. They've got so much candy from Honeydew. So much stuff. Oh, by the way, just hearing about Hogsmeade, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to fucking go to this when we go to the park. Oh my God, Hogsmeade. Oh, you're going to love it. Oh, is there a lot so, of candy there? Oh, there's so much. They have Birdie Bots Every Player Beans. They have chocolate frogs. They have, it's, I can't wait. It's so crazy. It's amazing. Oh my God, I can't wait. Please open up Earth. Um, so Halloween feast. Halloween Amazing. Feast. Afterwards, there's a big hubbub. Um, oh, yeah. This is where the, the whole fat lady, it was Splitsville. She wasn't there. And someone has clawed the canvas has been ripped to shreds because it could be an animal. Is that what you think? Mm-hmm. Oh, you think that, like, Crookshanks. Mm-hmm. Clawed up the fat lady. Would Crookshanks just be out and about? I don't know. I don't know. I guess. I don't know how the animals run around that place. That's true. I wonder if they just, like, roam the halls. Or if they have to stay in when you go to class. Like, but somehow they knew it was Oh, there's an owlery. So they knew it was serious Black. Um, oh, because, wait, no, Peeves said it. Peeves saw that it was serious Black. So that means his physical body was there. Or that Peeves is an asshole. And is like, I know what they'll be most afraid of. No, I don't think Peeves is an asshole. I think Peeves saw it and was like, this is what happened. But I think because it was in cat form, the Dementors didn't know it. Oh. But maybe when the cat talked to the fat lady and like gave the fat lady shit, it was like Sirius Black's voice. And he was like, oh, I'm Sirius Black. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I'm sure. Like, did he transfigure back to Sirius Black so quickly and then, you know, fuck her up and then bolt? Yeah. Like, what... What is going on? And also, more importantly, this takes place in the early 90s as a period piece. Why do you have fucking security cameras? Wild. What are you doing? By the way, Dumbledore knows fucking everything that goes on. How does he not know anything? Like, it's just so weird to me. Well, that, as a testament to the elusiveness uh, of Sirius Black and and whatever is going on. Yeah. But it's See, I don't think... (laughs) I think if the Dementors were stationed at every entrance, and I don't know, there's no way Sirius Black could have gotten in there. So you think it's like this is coming from inside? Something's coming from inside. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Wow. That's and that's pretty much. Yeah. So we don't know where the fat lady is. She's gone. By the way, remember remember a few books ago when the fat lady was gone to get some booty? Maybe she's getting booty. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she's hiding now. But. Uh, I think Peeve says that her face is pretty slashed, but he doesn't want anyone to see it. <gasps> oh, mama. Anyway, someone needs to get her some salve. Maybe she went to the infirmary with oh Madame Pomfrey. So she's in there. Yeah, and can you... Yeah, if you get cut as a portrait, are you just stuck being cut? Does someone have to repaint you? You don't know, but it was a cat. Whatever. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. As the world starts to slowly reopen... Uh, I think a lot of us are thinking about traveling, and I know I'm a big traveler myself, hoping to hit the road sooner than later, and I wanted to tell you about my friends over at UrbaneLuggage.com. That's U-R-B-A-N-E Luggage.com. The Urbane Traveler. It's inspired to protect the natural world we love to travel. 
They're committed to designing durable and eco-friendly hemp travel bags and accessories for all of us. Basically, Urbane Traveler wants to provide exclusive products that can help travelers reduce their carbon footprint by investing in products that benefit the earth and us. It's American-made, woman-owned. It's Ecolux hemp luggage. That's right. The first of its kind. Travel with a purpose, you guys. This is luggage made of hemp. That's amazing. Where are my hippies at? Where are the people who care about the environment? I hope to God you're out there. We need you. Uh, Urbane Luggage also has... Uh, hemp washable face covers now they're soft durable and they have the interior filter slot so you're trying to venture out in the world but you know it's still mask time you got to keep it safe head over there to get one of their hemp masks and this is awesome they just introduced a new urbane hemp box which is a subscription box curated by black women-owned businesses featuring products like uh tlcbd which is cbd from t-boz from tlc you know you love it uh Chase that waterfall. Sorry, that was really corny. Buhair.com, eclectic relaxation, and more. This, you guys, it beyond being a a subscription box that just delivers you a bunch of awesome products, this is a great way to support American black woman-owned businesses and you know, and win. You get a variety of things you love. So if you're someone who wants to support businesses that are close to home, you want to support America, you want to support black women, you want to support women in general, uh, there you go. You can do all of that, help everyone, and help yourselves. Keep it all right at home, help your neighbors, help the people you love, and help the planet with Urbane Luggage. UrbaneLuggage.com. All right, chapter nine, Grim Defeat. Grim Defeat. I mean, I, I always look into the titles before we start. And I was like, is there a character named Grim? It's so funny because I read that and I felt like, is it because the Dementors, I picture them looking like the Grim Reapers. The Grim Reaper. yeah, 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 maybe. So I was like, are we going to see the, like, are, the, are they going to overthrow Dementors? Like, I'm like, what, who's Grim? What's Grim? Or is it just an overall sentiment? Like of grimness, like grimness. Well, yeah. I mean, so what just happened was fucking Peep says Sears Black is in the, in the building. Yeah. So Dumbledore's like, no one is safe in their houses. Everyone into the Great Hall. So it's basically like, did you ever go to the church lock-in? No. No. Jewish. Uh, I went with my friends, and it's... I, I, mean, I remember my church friends going to church lock-ins. To me, this is the same thing as what happened when I would go to summer camp, and there would be a storm. They would bring everybody into the main lodge, If you and think, we'd all have to stay in the main lodge. If you think there were people getting fingered in the Great oh. Hall... Like, 100% people were hooking up. Finger blasting. Girls are getting wands in their assholes. I mean, you always are in in different dormitories, and now it's just a mass sleepover. Are you kidding? Horny teenagers? Forget it. Yeah. Several boobs were grabbed. Somebody was doing an enlarging spell on their dick. For sure. Oh, my God. Just, like, who has fucked that up in a bad way? (laughs) Oh, no, I dropped shrinking potion on my wiener! That's just every wizard's excuse if you have a small dick. What if that's why snakes run in with? Maybe, maybe that is. Maybe that is. He's just been pissed. So so everybody's there's just a big pajama party. Everybody's buzzing about black. The teachers are on patrol. Nobody can sleep. Um, and later that night, Ron, Hermione, and Harry, the crew, just Snoop and Snoopsville overhears the professors talking and Percy about black because Percy's Percy's such a bitch. I can't stand him. Such a uh, they're talking about Black as well. Um, they No one knows how he got in. Snape says he has a theory. Dumbledore's like, no. What do, what do you think of that? Is Snape being an asshole? Or... I mean, Snape saying he has a theory. Why would Dumbledore shut him down? What was the theory? I don't even remember. Well, because he was like, I... 
I, I fucking. So Dumbledore, you know, Snape had asked Dumbledore, do you have any theories? And then Dumbledore's like, yeah, but none of them make any sense. And, and then Snape's like, I have a theory. And then he, he basically, li- he alludes that it's Lupin. He's like, I did. Well, all, all we hear him say is I did express my concerns when you appointed, but then he's cut off. Dumbledore's like enough. Yeah. It's, it seems almost impossible that Black could have entered the school without inside help. I did express my, my concerns when you appointed. And then, yeah, Dumbledore shuts it down. Is like, no, I don't think, well, I, do, I trust that everyone who I've appointed is a good person. That's ridiculous. So that's skeevy. Yeah. Is that like Snape being seedy and just wanting that fucking job that they keep emphasizing? Is it him trying to keep the, the heat off of him? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's buddy. I don't think Snape actually thinks... He hasn't been right about anybody. He knew about Quirrell, though. Yeah. But he didn't know Quirrell was Voldemort. He just thought Quirrell was a bad guy. Uh, Yeah, and I feel like he had his suspicions about... I mean, he knew Lockhart was stupid. I don't know if he knew he was a bad guy. Yeah, nobody... I mean, he didn't... He was just a moron. Um, So things start to, like, go back to business as usual. Bat Lady's getting restored. So in the meantime... They bring in a new guard for the Gryffindor. It's Sir Cadigan, who we met. I think we met, him? we met him last year when they were running through the halls. He's a stout, or maybe early in this book. He's a little stout. Yeah. Um, he points them. Oh, he pointed them to Trelawney. It was this year. Oh, okay. In the very first, uh, the first divination, they were okay. lost. He pointed them to the weird North Tower. Uh-huh. So, overconfident, 100% Sir Cadigan has shrinking dick syndrome. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but he's there. Is thing, shrinking dick syndrome? This is how we'll refer to people now? <clears throat> yeah, he had shrunk SDS. Um, so, he's fucking annoying, and he's, he's so, he keeps changing the password, like, twice a day, because he's like, I'm on high alert! He's just trying to do a great job. Yeah. He wants to be a knight. He wants, he's, first of all, I feel like he wants to get promoted. I, for sure. He wants, maybe he's out for the fucking fat lady's job. I mean, <gasps> look at these fucking white men taking fat ladies' jobs. How dare you? How dare you? Sir, sit your ass back in your own painting again. How get, about that? Get your ass back there because this fat white lady is ruling the roost. That's right. But for right now, they're stuck with Cadigan. Also, because no one else was brave enough to take the job. Oh. You hear someone get slashed as a thing in a painting, you're going to be like, you know, I don't, I don't want to get slashed. I mean, I'm already also, trapped in a painting. To me, it's indicative of the mis- misogyny of, like, the powers that be at Hogwarts, that they're like, oh, the woman couldn't do the job. Let's put a man on it. That's a good, good way to look she at it. She fucked up. Anyhow. Well, actually, so that would just be JK's misogyny. Oh. I'm shocked. Mm-hmm. Not, not at all. Um, uh, Harry makes his way to McGonagall, and McGonagall's like, I have something to say. I have something to tell you. Oh, yeah. And he's she- like, I know. She's like, about to unveil, like, this is why you should be worried about yeah, Sirius yeah. Black. And he's like, I know. I've already known. Yeah. Um, and she's like, Harry, please don't play Quidditch. Please stop. And Harry's like, no, please let me play. And she's like, ugh, fine, but you need teacher supervision. Yeah, so no more, which is, like, to me, is fine as long as they have a teacher that's willing to do it. Because it's like, they're not out there doing anything shady. They're just trying no. to fucking practice. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised there wasn't a teacher there anyway. Also, I think it's really unfair that, like, there's no coach? Everybody is, everybody is like, Harry, Harry, Harry Potter. Harry Potter's the best. Harry Potter's the best. But you don't fucking sign his permission slip for Hogsmeade. And then you're like, you can't play Quidditch. Like, this kid is not having a real life. Like, this is so fucking cruel. But they... And he keeps trying to get... People try to murder him every year of school. Like, 
Somebody give Harry a break. First of all, he survived Voldemort. He's going to be fine. I mean, maybe, but maybe the clock is ticking. And also, I get, that's got to be so hard because you don't want to hold someone back and you want to be like, let this kid just be a kid. But you're also like, if I say that it's okay for you to go out, sorry, excuse me. Uh, If you say that, it's fine, go, actually, it's okay, and then he gets killed, you have to live with that the rest of your life. So I get that you're like, we need to protect him at all costs. But, like, I don't know. I just feel bad. I mean... Yeah, me too. It sucks. You want to be a kid, but it's also, like, I don't know. What's insurance like in the wizarding world? You're a liability. um, But who's going to sue? The Dursleys? Okay, so, Quidditch game day comes up. Um, It's on its way. Here's the... They were supposed to be against Slytherin, and this is what we... We mentioned it earlier, because we were jumping the gun. Motherfucking Malfoy, who you had said, I bet he'll be fine by the time Quidditch comes up. Isn't fine. Because well, he is fine. He's fine. It's fine. raining. It's bad weather. Yeah. It's hard Quidditch. And we all know Malfoy fucking sucks at Quidditch. He's proven that. He's an idiot. Yeah. So they end up having to play Hufflepuff. Like, we just can't because my little, my little arm is hurting. Fuck you, you pussies. Oh, he's such a piece of shit. So now they're playing Hufflepuff, which is annoying because they've been practicing nonstop planning for Slytherin, which just like so many sports teams, you you learn how the other team plays yeah. and you're practicing. You watch game tape. Yeah. You watch the fucking game tape. You know the other team's moves. You know their lineup. You know the heavy hitters. You know the weak links. You know everything you're supposed to be doing. You're running this thing like you're a fucking ESPN. Could you imagine ESPN for footage? ESPN Q. Yeah. I mean, it'd be amazing. ESPN? It's like nonstop World Cup, but it's... But it's Quidditch. They have their own World Cup, so I guess it wouldn't be nonstop World Cup, but nonstop Quidditch. That'd be amazing. I mean, ESPN, Quidditch tonight. So they have to play Hufflepuff, all different stuff. Brand new team captain, this Cedric Diggory dude, who yeah. apparently, by the way, super hot. And, That's the vibe. and Oliver Wood is flipping the fuck out because it's his seventh year, and he's like, fuck, now I'm not going to win the Quidditch Cup. This is all I've ever wanted. It's my last year. This is my last shot. It's your last. Do not miss the chance to well, blow this opportunity. All, comes once well, in a lifetime. You better lose yourself. In okay, the sorry. Quidditch, you big bitch. Um, I could have kept going. Should, uh, but should I? Oh, here's the thing. <laughs> I wonder what professional Quidditch um, farming is like. Does that make sense? Like, do you go to college? Oh, the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you like, come up with their minors? Is he majors? also like, I need game tape of me destroying to try to become a professional? Or is yeah. he Or is he like, it's been fun. This is the this end is of the last for me. Like, is there... Um, competitive Quidditch, like, are, are most of the people on these teams on other outside-of-school mm-hmm. Quidditch teams? Yeah. You know, like you used to do. Or you're doing travel travel, travel Quidditch. Yeah, yeah, like, like with softball and soccer yeah. and, and uh-huh. hockey. So are there, like, juniors yeah. for Quidditch? Yeah. So, this, but also that's, got and maybe this is why I've been thinking more about soccer and how much I miss it, but that's, like, when you spend your whole childhood playing something and then you play it in high school and it's, like, such a big part of your life, then to hit a point where you're, like, I don't even remember the last time. I don't think I own cleats anymore. Yeah. And that's I mean, it's yeah, sad. I feel the same way about softball. And crazy like, that it was, like, so much of who you are, and now you're, like... It was the biggest part. Like, when you're on a team, if you're invested in that in any way and you're good at it, it is your... It's your identity. Yeah. So it's, like, this is a huge part of his identity. He wants to go out with a bang. This was the first thing. This was the first big win he had when he came to Hogwarts. This was the first thing that Harry was like, oh, I'm fucking good. Yeah. 
Like Harry didn't know he was a wizard, you know, three weeks or a month before he went to school. And now he gets to school. Not only is he a fucking wizard, he's a really good wizard who's like crushing it at Quidditch. Yeah. Also, if I could just circle back on that note to you going, this poor kid, I think this is a lesson in gratitude. That it's like, yeah, you're not able to go anywhere, but guess what? You're a fucking wizard. Yeah. A famous wizard. And you're, you're the youngest seeker in, in over history, a century. Yeah. In the history of quiz. Like, why do you focus on what's good? But anyway. Anywho. So. They're bummed. So he's talking to Oliver Wood. Oliver Wood keeps him in a fucking conversation. So Harry's late to his next class, which is. Defense, defense, of, defense of the dark arts. Defense against Def, the dark Defense arts. against the dark Not arts. in defense of the. Uh, you said defense of the arts when we were going yeah. over what happened, which is so funny given the fact that the art has literally been slashed yeah. and no one was defending it. There you go. Which, okay, it wouldn't have been a problem, but there's a fucking substitute teacher. Yeah. Snape. Snape is the substitute teacher because that fucking potion he gave. This is your they theory. Don't, this is my theory. The potion that he gave, correlation, it's not either confirmed nor denied, whatever. But he but gave Lupin a potion. Lupin's not there. And Lupin's gone. So, so Snape lays in on everybody in the class again, gives Neville shit, blah, 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 um, and gives them an essay to do on werewolves. You know, what's the difference between a werewolf and a regular wolf? And by the way, Hermione has her hand in the air, like trying to answer questions the whole time. Because she's Hermione. And he's, and he's such a dick to her. Like, just, what are you doing? What are you, J.K. Rowling? Pay attention to women. Uh, please. <laughs> um... Anywho, so the day of the match comes up. Um, oh, Ron flips out during class and gets detention. Yeah, because, oh, first of all, Snape insults Lupin's teaching because they're way behind, which it's like, yeah, let's leave out the two shithead professors we've had for the last two years. And then he skips to the back of their book over yeah. everything they're learning and makes them write a, like a two, two parchment length essay on werewolves. What? Anyhow, just bullshit. Ron flips out on him, gets detention, and then finally the day of the Quidditch match comes. It's a fucking huge ass storm. Peeves wakes Harry up early. What is Peeves doing, by the way? I mean, he's just being Peeves, but it's also like of all days to be waking him up early. Yeah. Why are you waking up Harry on the fucking like? What was he doing there? And so then we meet the new seeker for. Uh, I don't know if it's the new seeker, but we meet the seeker. New captain, who's the seeker. Um, Daddy Diggory. Who all of the girls apparently go crazy for. Daddy Dickory. Yeah. Dickory, Dickory, Doc. Hickory, Diggory. I'm going to choke on your cock. (laughs) Game of dance. (laughs) Harry can't see shit because it's raining. Listen, these are, I'm wearing my fake glasses for this, okay? But when I'm wearing my real glasses. By the way, we, we do have a video of this on YouTube lest you be thinking that she's extra stupid and wearing fake glasses for an audio podcast. <laughs> Guys, I like the way I look in glasses. It's my thing. I'm also very blind without them. Yeah. Today, Jessica Michelle showed me a picture. Of an, okay, of sure. an interior decorating. It's like a cute living room. And you were like, oh, wow. What Where'd kind you- of dog was that? There was no dog in the picture. It was a plant. A small plant. Look like ears. I can't see shit. I just read shadows. Anywho. Um, so his glasses are getting fucked up by the rain, which all us glasses people know. Rain and glasses do not mix. And so why don't they have windshield wipers for glasses yet? 
Hermione, there's a, they, uh, Cedric, not Cedric, Oliver calls a timeout at some point. Hermione puts a, what spell. It, a spell on his glasses to repel water. water. So, by the way, which feels like cheating. Feels like cheating. I think everybody feels this way. But it's also like, in, I mean, if you want to like really dig into this philosophically, isn't wearing glasses cheating as a seeker? Yeah. Like, how do we know you actually have a vision problem and those aren't magnifying everything? Yeah, true. So, I, I mean, but the ADA, which probably does not exist because mm-hmm. it's American Disabilities Act and this is London and Wizard World, uh, would put up quite a stink if you made people in glasses mm-hmm. take off their glasses. Yeah. So, but I also think it just levels the playing field. because yeah. to me it's like, if you have, glasses give you 20-20 vision, which other people already have, and other people don't have to deal with having a pool of water in front of their face. That you so, just can't, yeah. yeah. So, game is crazy and intense. Um, Cedric, the seeker for Hufflepuff, and Harry see the, see the, 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 snitch. the snitch well, at we the same see, time. Cedric's diving for it when Harry notices. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I fucked that up. Yeah, so um, Cedric's diving for it. Harry sees what he's diving at, and now it's just like, here we go. Fucking Harry's diving for it. And then, what the fuck? Starts getting the chills. He's feeling cold. He starts hearing a voice screaming like he had been hearing And on the, the voice train. is like, no, don't kill him. Take me. Take kill me. me. Please, not Harry. Kill me. me. So, of course, it doesn't say that that's what it is, but, I mean, based we on all that, it's Harry's, it's Harry's mom. It's, so, it's the memory so it's of his like, mother. Yeah, so why is that playing? And I also think it's weird that um, uh, uh, not serious. Lupin wasn't at the Quidditch match. <gasps> he wasn't? Oh, no. you know, oh, you know what he did see at the Quidditch match? Unrelated, but, oh, I mean, who knows? Didn't he look up in the stands and see the Death Omen? Oh, yeah, he saw the dog. What's that about? And if he's seeing this dog, is he imagining Yeah, it? is he imagining or is it actually there? Or is it Crookshanks and it looks like a dog? Because you think Crookshanks is serious black. Or maybe this, maybe the, that dark omen, that dog, maybe that's fucking serious black. Yeah, and it's like, what is real anymore? Okay. He basically blacks out and comes to in the infirmary. So here are the things that I think are serious black at this point. The shadow, the dog, a shadow, a shadow the, sh- the, the dark, the shadow dog, the omen dog. Yeah. Um, the Crookshanks, maybe Scabbers, um, or uh, Lupin. You think one of those is Sirius Black? Yeah, one of those has to be Sirius Black. I mean, oh. those are our only options. I mean, I just pretty much picked a lot of Unless those, all, those are all other things and Sirius Black's still sneaking around in the castle. Or what if fucking Sirius Black is disguised as a Dementor? <gasps> Could you, but they're like, he shape-shifted into a Dementor. I'm telling you, he is, he is there. He is not in his form. He is in the form of something else or someone else. That's what you think? Yes. He, how else is he going to be in the fucking castle? I don't know. Maybe he's better than an, at being invisible than an invisibility cloak. Maybe he's hiding out at the top of the castle, and he's been there since before they brought I the Dementors in. the problem in. for me is I don't understand how deep magic can go and what the potential of magic is. So ultimately, I'm just going on the magic that I do know, and one of them is shape-shifting. That's true. Um, so game is intense. Harry blacks out, wakes up in the infirmary. Um, the whole team's out, there. Turns out the Dementors like, came onto the field, fucked Harry up, passed out. He fell 50 feet. 50 feet. Oh, and then before he hits the ground, somebody did a spell to, like, soften his fall. Was that Dumbledore? Oh, yes. Dumbledore was pissed about the 
the guys coming about out. About the Dementors. And Dumbledore, Dumbledore is not happy about these Dementors. Like, yeah. That's really fucking clear. And Dumbledore, like, does a spell, so when Harry doesn't hit the ground, like, full force. Yeah. Um, and then does some spell that, like, shoes them all away. Yeah, and gets them out of there. So, um, I love this part when, so Hufflepuff won because Cedric, uh, caught the snitch. Caught the snitch. But they said that he didn't realize what had happened, and when he caught the snitch and saw what happened, he tried to go, no, 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 it shouldn't count, let's call it off. Yeah. But game, rules are rules, and Madam Who just yeah. like, you won, deal with it, kid. Literally, I would. But, like, what a sweet man. I would suck his diggery. Uh, uh diggery do. Diggery do me. And the pooper. Um, so. Oh, and cherry on top. Harry asked for his broom rent. Oh, no. His broom got whomped. It flew into the whomping willow. willow. And we know how that ends. The whomping willow, very unforgiving. Like my mother. Yes. We saw what happened to the car they drove into it last year. And we saw what happened in my childhood. Yeah. Not good. Not pretty. You get your ass beat by a completely naked woman. It's like fighting an octopus. Oh, my God. Ew. Mm. Dear God. Mm. All right. So that's all we know. Harry is broomless now. Not sure how he's going to continue. Fucking Quidditch. Oh, my theory. Remember in the first chapter how when Harry's running around in Diagon Alley? Diagon Alley. And he sees a broom. There's some fancy. The fireball. The fireball. You think he's going to get a fireball? Yep, he's getting a firebolt at some point. You Calling it now, he gets a firebolt at some you point. Think he's That's just his go replacement. Buy his I mean, he's got the money to go buy it. That's true. Why not? Why are there? Why don't you get us all firebolts? Honestly, I feel like at the end of this, Dumbledore is going to be like, you know what, kid? You've had it rough. And he'll just. He, someone's giving him a new broom, or Harry's buying a new broom. Harry's got the money for it. That's true, but Quidditch season is now. So that happening at the end of this would be like, that's great, but we already. Also, lost. remember how Hermione fixed Harry's glasses? Cannot. What if Lupin, who's like a master fucking wizard, what if he puts a, like a, does a wizard spell on Harry's broken broom and brings it back to life? Why, why can't Lupin? we do that? Why, why can't Dumbledore else? do that? I don't know. I'm just throwing Lupin in there. Yeah, why can't anyone do that? Why can't Dumbledore just fix the fucking broom? Yeah, Madame Pomfrey can grow bones, but you can't put a fucking broom back together? It's wood. Maybe, maybe chunks went flying so much that it, the assemblage of it isn't so much the problem as finding all the pieces. I mean, she was able to make she hands him, nothing. She hands him a bag full of the broom, but I bet there's key pieces. And also, I mean, putting back together a beaten up Mustang versus a brand new Mustang, big difference mm-hmm. in how it's going to work. So I yeah. feel like it's the same for brooms, you know? Yeah. And by the way, I meant the car, not the wild horse. Yeah. Lest anyone thinks I'm thinking about disassembling an animal. Um, other than the patriarchy, am I, I mean, right? She can barely get down the stairs without her <laughs> joints killing, so she's not dissembling anything. All right, you guys, that's it. Uh, follow us at Two Filthy Nerds on Instagram and Twitter. We have a Patreon, which we should have mentioned sooner, but here we go with it. Uh, Patreon.com slash Two Filthy Nerds. We do, we do live, live readings. Yeah, we do live readings. We do uh, high tea. We've got some more content coming for you and uh early release of episodes so yeah come meet us over there and also follow us on our our own social media yeah jms comedy and at nicole amy because i can't go on the two filthy nerds social media that much because i'm scared of spoilers yeah which so, is honestly gonna become a problem when we get to uh doing a different show that neither of us have seen we're just gonna have to suck up the fact that we might see spoilers yeah i thought about true. that recently oh. but anyways in the meantime go follow us Don't fucking cynical spoilers. Don't.
Eric Hankey. You know who you are. All right. Stay safe. Bye, guys. <laughs>